honest, uninhibited, and edgy conversation about that topic that men and women think about several times every day. This is Denitza After Dark, iHub Radio's sensual, frisky, and transformational forum for all things love, sex, and relationships. Live from Palm Springs, here's Denitza. Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to Donitsa After Dark. It's been a, an amazing week here. We had some amazing weather. It was absolutely gorgeous. Uh, we had an amazing guest, Brad Mercer and Peter uh, Sutter, last week, and uh, we had the giggles, and <laughs> so I hope you were able to listen to um, to last week's interviews. It was, it was a lot of fun, a lot of music, and if you missed it, please feel free to uh, go into iHub Radio and uh, download the podcast, right? Mm-hmm. It should be up and going. So, Alex, um, how'd those Green Packers do for you? Oh, God, I thought you'd forgotten. <laughs> no, would you like to tell um, everyone... <laughs> I thought bet. you forgot. Did you tell? Would you like? To, no, no, no. I've been waiting for this all week. Did you? Should I tell everyone what our bet was? Yeah, you go ahead. Okay, so um, Alexandra here is a Green Bay Packer fan, which you know, she even has her own personal cheese head, and uh, <laughs> showed me her Green Bay Packer gnome. I didn't even know they made Green Packer gnomes, but I am a huge San Francisco Forty Nine er fan. Boo. Okay, and. Um, Alexandra and I had a bet. Yes, we did. And obviously, <laughs> Donnie, so on. <laughs> and I, I had. You're so smug. I had no doubt that we would, the 49ers would pull it off. And so um, our bet, Alexandra, was that you would spend the entire two hours when I point my finger. Um, she has to say her favorite word. And what word would that be, Alexandra? Go ahead. Masturbation. <laughs> Masturbation, yes. So if you um, find Alexandra, my producer, all of a sudden saying the word masturbation, it's not because she's actually masturbating. It's because she owes me royally for for losing the bet. So she will be saying masturbation a lot during all of no, our no, 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 conversations. No, no, no. Oh, that no. was the bet. No, the yes. bet was I say it once no, 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 per no, no, segment. No, no, it was I can get you to say it all throughout an entire show. That was our bet. So please do not become a welcher because I really <laughs> wouldn't appreciate that. So we're going to be talking. Um, yeah. Valentine's Day is coming, and I'm trying to hit some key points um, because this this week our show is based on you know people who have sent in questions or uh, just addressing some of the issues that uh, we haven't gotten to. And you know, yeah. last weekend we were not able to get to a lot of <laughs> the topics because we were so entertained by again Brad Mercer. So if Brad, if you're listening, thank you so much for uh, we love you, Brad. Yeah. We love you, Peter. Yeah. It was it was amazing. Thank uh, you, wives, for being so understanding. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't get any. Uh, we didn't get any uh, bad feedback. So, um, Alex, do you believe in love and first sight? Yes, you do. Oh, that's good because seventy-one percent of people believe in love at first sight. I didn't actually, but now I do. Okay. <laughs> Okay, I can uh, change my mind. Okay, you, you that is that is fair. I I totally understand that. Now, do, okay, so let's let's take it. It's it, it's date night. Mm-hmm. Okay, let, maybe you're set up. It's love at first sight, and you've made that connection. You uh, went on eHarmony or Match. dot com, or or you were set up by friends, or you just met someone. Whichever 
vehicle mm-hmm. you use to meet someone else. No Good. judgment. Yeah. No judgment. Go on a date. And so 71% of people said that uh, they do believe in love at first sight. But what do you think is the percentage of people who um, have sex on their first date? 100%. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Okay. One more. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Say the word. Masturbation. Masturbation. so mean. You thought you were funny there? Go ahead. Say it again. Stop. I'm pointing. Masturbation. There you go. Okay. So what is the percentage, Alexandra, of people who have sex on the first date? 27%. Oh, my God. You're so low. Really? Yeah. 55% of people. 55. 55% of people have sex on the first date. Well, it must be higher because people lie when it comes to... um, God, aren't you the optimist? No, no, no. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, when when you you know when you're filling out these forms and stuff like that, so I think there's like a plus or minus type of thing. So. I, I I agree. And okay, so uh, you know, there's a there's a small window to make a first a good first impression. Mm-hmm. So you know, what what do you think? You know, a man. How long does it take a man to uh, to decide if if that person is someone of interest to them? Oh, I think it's lower than a woman. I think men make it a judgment much quicker than women. Okay, so you're right. It's men make that judgment call within the first fifteen minutes. Wow. And what do you think women's are? <laughs> Don't say seven dates later, please. Forty-eight hours. <laughs> Forty-eight. Okay, just. Stop. I'm pointing. Masturbation. Thank you. Okay, it's four, definitely okay. Um, three hours. Three hours. Um, no, Mm-mm. it takes uh, about an hour for a woman to make a judgment call. Okay. So with okay, so think about this: you go on a date. Fifty-five uh, percent of people, and we think that's low because you know mm-hmm. your friends lie. <laughs> oh God, no. Okay, on this survey, <laughs> but so they um. They go on a date. Fifty-five percent say they have had sex on the first uh, on the first date. So mm-hmm. they've made that judgment call. Men have made that judgment call within the first fifteen minutes. So within fifteen minutes of a man seeing a woman, they're gonna say they're gonna know. Oh, I want I want to sleep with her. Yes. Wow. And a female, mm-hmm. it takes her about an hour. Now I would kind of I thought that was it would have been longer. You think it would have been longer? Yeah, I thought it would have been longer. For women? Yeah. Well, okay, so did those women lie too? No, I don't think so. Do I you think that, okay, but you think that fifty-five the 55% who were telling Yeah, because, were, I mean, okay, so asking somebody how quickly um, can you make up your mind is is something that I think of information that people would volunteer quickly, but... Asking someone if they've slept with some, they'll sleep with someone on a first date. I think people would think they're being judged, and they would kind of mm, be a little hesitant to be honest about it. Okay, now I'm going to blow your mind. On oh this Lord, one. of course. Okay, so do you ever see those commercials with uh, farmer, you know, uh, farmer, uh, far, singlefarmers.com? Like you see it on, yeah, uh, okay, yeah. you you see the I've farmers getting like their own uh, <laughs> dating site. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. well, there's a reason for that. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> and your farmers have the most sex. That profession has the most sex. Farmers. Farmers do. Farmers. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> They're experienced at picking your crops. Okay. 
farmers have the most sex. That is the profession with the most sex. So now I understand why. It's a brilliant concept. Whoever came up with that idea is a brilliant concept because they research the professions that have the most sex and farmers have the most sex. Okay. Okay. What profession has the least amount of sex? <laughs> Lawyers. That would be correct. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Because every time he or she is thrusting, someone's objecting, Alexandra. <laughs> Alexandra, would you like to tell our audience what your first profession was? No. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm pointing. Oh, God. Masturbation. <laughs> there you go. Okay, so. You don't see... At two o'clock in the morning, you know, farmers.com. No, you don't see lawyers.com. <laughs> oh, you see, like, if you've had a mesh patch put into your vagina and, you know, they want to, like, all these people to call sure. their 1 800 number <laughs> so they can sue them. But the farmers <laughs> have got it down. Oh, my God. Okay. So okay. I thought that was a very interesting component that our, you know, our, uh, Everyone on the other end of hearing the show needs to know, because I think the farming profession yeah. is going to skyrocket, <laughs> baby. Why would the... I'm still perplexed, because, like, farmers... They know how to get up early. Okay. They get the job done. <laughs> they know deadlines. They're very fit. They're very fit. They know their crops. They know how to rotate their crops. Okay. I. Okay. Okay. Sure. I mean, do I need to even? No, no. You don't need to elaborate. I, okay. No. okay. Good. No. Good. Good. I'm just. So but happy. there's nothing wrong with lawyers. Oh no. They're very nice people. <laughs> They're judging your performance. They're objecting if it doesn't happen the way they want. Really? <laughs> if you're a female <laughs> attorney, you're overruling things. I mean, come on. <laughs> It's amazing. I think okay. it's amazing. Uh, okay, I so object now, to that. okay, so yeah, you 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 would object to that. <laughs> okay, so now you have the love at first sight. You've made the judgment call within the hour if you're a female, and now you're sleeping with the man, and he's a farmer. Okay, so he's amazing. Okay, <laughs> he's getting the most sex, <laughs> and he decides, uh, yeah, I'm gonna pop the question, average average length before that. Popping to the question happens. Two years. Three. Three years. years. Mm -hmm. Okay. Three years. And uh, where does this popping of the uh, popping of the proposal happens? On vacations. I was going to say restaurants. Well, maybe at a restaurant while you're on vacation. Not you weren't specific. (sighs) I'm pointing. (laughs) Say it. Masturbation. Thank you. Little testy there, producer. Okay, on holidays at famous landmarks. Okay, but you're not going to believe this because I know this is not true. Okay. Average amount spent on a wedding ring, an engagement ring. Fifty thousand. Wow, I like those numbers. <laughs> no, two thousand dollars. Really? Yeah, that's a big surprise. Big surprise. Everybody listening, go more towards the Alexandra range. <laughs> Bigger is better. Okay, in this area. Thank you. Okay. Now you're at the now you're at the bachelor and bachelorette party. Okay. Okay. Eighteen percent of women 
have an exotic dancer. Still? Yes. I, I thought that was kind of low. Yeah. 47% of men have an exotic dancer. Mm. Well, men, well, they never learn. 72% of women get a sex toy at their bachelorette party. 58% of men get a sex toy. Mm. Interesting. Okay. okay. Now we've had, now it's the big day. 170 guests, the average. Okay. That's okay. kind of low. Okay. <laughs> Is it really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I mean, that's total or just on each side? Okay, your Jewish weddings I know <laughs> last for days. <laughs> wow, Alexandra. <laughs> Never mind. Don't even get me started. Say it. <sighs> just, just say it. Thank you. Forty-eight <laughs> percent of people do not have sex on their wedding night. Yeah, you're too tired. It's it's oh, a long god. day. It's, it's, oh my god! It's already really the excuses long. are starting. The <laughs> no, it's, excuses it's a, are. We're gonna the, merge a, out of this <laughs> segment with another excuse on no. why we're not having sex. Um, Just say it. <laughs> Thank you. After Dark. It's Unapologetic Sensual Talk on iHub Radio. Exploring intimacy. Here's Dr. Denitza Borges on iHub Radio. Well, we are just here tonight discussing all kinds of different topics. I really want to hit on uh, quite a variety of, of uh, issues that our um, guests have mentioned when we are... Challenges. 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 Issues. Obstacles. <laughs> <laughs> Obstacles. But I do want um, everyone to know that we do do definitely want you to call in and uh, send us your emails and your text messages uh, at 760-544-TALK. That would be 8255. We're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, uh, iHub Radio. So please do not uh, hesitate to send in your messages and your tweets and your text messages. Text messages are 760-699-0202. Thank you, Alexandra. You're welcome. So, you know, one of the questions that uh, that I read over the course of the week was, mm. how can I get uh, my boyfriend to last longer in bed? Mm. And, uh, you know, that's a really touchy subject because most women don't want to address that with mm. their significant other. So I thought, okay, I'm going to make this a very broad topic and kind of go from there. So one way, to, um, men, men delaying ejaculation is a major, major craving for them. Alexander, why are you squinting? <laughs> you don't think men delaying their ejaculation is a concern for them? Okay, let me explain how this works, Alexander. <laughs> As if they delay the ejaculation, that means they are prolonging the stimulation to their penis. Do we understand that? 
Okay. Oh, my God. Okay. So they would rather elongate the stimulation. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which means, you know, women take four times as long to reach an orgasm as a man does. And men usually, you know, enjoy around three minutes of penetrative sex before they orgasm. So, yeah, I mean, there is definitely a time discrepancy here, right? There's a 10 to 20 minute time discrepancy between the time a woman would orgasm. Uh, A a woman usually takes about mm, 15 to 20 minutes. That's a huge difference. It is a huge difference. And I'm not talking about as soon as a man enters. I mean, we're talking penetration. We're talking thrusting. We're talking, you know, going with the movements where it's it's completely different. And only 3% of women actually have an orgasm through penetration. So we've got to make up for that time difference, right? So what is something that they can do to kind of bridge that gap? Oh, God. They can say that too. <laughs> Masturbation. Masturbation, <laughs> yes. That's, thank you, Alexandra. So women... There can be um, there can be masturbation on so many different levels when it comes to to women. Um, you can give like clitoral stimulation. You can do tongue. You can do sex toys. Um, but women, if if there's such a huge gap, they can actually take the initiative and start performing their own masturbation right before he has an ejaculation. So maybe he pulls out. And then she starts masturbating and he's prolonging the stimulation. Um, men also can do something like, uh, you know, women do kegels. Do you know what kegels are, Alexandra? Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. You do know what kegels are. Thank yeah. you. That's so nice. So, <laughs> so men can also do kegels. And what they do is during their urine flow, when they go potty, um, they stop it midstream and they hold it and then they release and hold it. Well, that sensation is a very similar sensation to when they're having sex. So if they're ready to ejaculate, they can try to hold it, squeeze the base of their penis, and go ahead and, and, and stop mid, mid-penetration. It, it may be a little awkward at first, but it does stop the ejaculation. Hmm. So then they would go ahead and then restart again. Hmm. This could help ease the gap between the three to 20 minutes. Are you following me on this, Alexandra? I am. Stay with me. Stay with me, Alexandra. (laughs) Stay with me. You also, during that 15 minutes, you want to to ease the gap. You want to be able to do more foreplay. So that means changing positions. It may be teasing the clitoris for a female uh, with tongue, finger, external toys. And then re-entering her again and starting to penetrate again. So if you're constantly maneuvering positions and you're stimulating um, a female in that regard with your fingers or a toy, and then you go back and you insert, then you've just heightened her stimulation and elongated the time frame. Alexander, okay. What? Uh, I didn't say do it. Any, I didn't do anything. Say it. Masturbation. Masturbation. And you have to say it louder, Alex. <laughs> no, I don't. Yes, you do. Uh, masturbation. Thank you. Okay, so it's really important that, stay with me, Alexandra. Right I know you're so interested in this part. But, 
<laughs> but it's very, very true. And so our whole purpose is to make sure that this gap mm-hmm. from women's satisfaction to male satisfaction is 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 something that it, it doesn't feel foreign to each, right. that you actually go into your sex life knowing and, and, and having this type of information so that way lack of intimacy is never put on the table. Uh, intimacy problems intimacy issues that the communication between what when i get satisfied and when he gets satisfied or when she gets satisfied is 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 something common for both of you and you both can discuss it as well as move forward and both reach orgasms yeah there's no blame game excuse me then there would be no blame game no there should never be a blame game or that he came too soon Mm -hmm. she didn't orgasm because that seems to be um, a major problem when when you're having sex nowadays so you want to constantly be open to uh to new advancements turning your wtf into a big o m g this is Denitza After Dark on iHub Radio. Here's Dr. Denitza Borges. Okay, well, we're back, and I'm actually pointing the finger again. <sighs> Orgasm. Excuse me, that is not <laughs> the word. Okay, I don't know where your head is at, obviously. Whoa there, tiger. Whoa there. You know what? Okay, I'm sorry I've been pointing too much because you've went from masturbation to having an orgasm. No, I didn't. Wow. No, I didn't. I don't know what you've been doing during break, but hey, I don't know. Okay. Woo. Okay. Let me just take us to a different realm here. How about uh, CBD for sex? What about it? Well, people who uh, take CBD say this, you know, are usually people who suffer from stress or performance anxiety or having some pain in, t- in the bedroom so um, there's a, a big market right now for CBD infused pleasure enhancers to you know help people with their intimacy what do you think about that like what like the oil stuff or the, the lubes mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't know I, I use CBD on my back <laughs> oh you use CBD on your back oh. yeah do you, does it reduce pain? It does. Oh, it yeah. actually does. Oh, yeah. Wow. I've never used it. So. It reduces the swelling. Oh, it, does, it reduces the swelling. Hmm. Well, CBD can uh, alleviate in, inhibitions during sex, as well as reduce pain during penetration and enhance sensations. So um, there, the market is really pushing that CBD instead of alcohol or you know other types of drugs can uh, can prove better uh, better beneficial. Uh, uh, offer better, better benefits. benefits. Yeah. Yeah, I'm tongue tied, um, <laughs> and uh, without causing you know the fuzzy hangover or you know the blacking out of, the, of <laughs> that sort. Hopefully you're not that drunk. But uh, one of the, the main walk com- of shame. Yeah, the walk of shame. <laughs> <laughs> the crawl of shame. Oh but um, <clears throat> so one of the CBD for sex. One of the biggest uh, pr- uh, push for it is that it's improving desire. And the, uh, that CBD is actually being used more like a aphrodisiac. Well, if you're more relaxed, I guess. So like with the gummies or the chocolates? I mean, so I don't know. I mean, this the CBD doesn't have the drug itself, right? It just is just, the, right. you know, I don't know. I 
Well, they're saying that, you know, the benefits for CBD are tailored towards anxiety and pain. Mm -hmm. And so if you're, you know, having these gummies or you're eating these chocolates, it's it's helping with arousal and desire levels. And so, you know, CBD and THC, they dilate your blood vessels and it allows um, fresh oxygen to... uh, um, Fresh oxygenated blood to flow through more easily. So, if you're having the CBD and TCH are vasodilators, okay. so vasodilators typically have fresh oxygenated blood, and associated with de- increases of a <coughs> excuse me, they increase arousals and, st- and stimulation. So, if you have a higher fresh amount of blood going through, and you're obviously aroused and hormonal, then um, it's definitely going going to improve I mean, your it, desire if it has i mean if, if it helps you have less pain and reduce anxiety and all of these things are things that i would imagine would make sex like not good for you once those things go away then i can see how it would make it much better and and you would want to do it more often well you know <clears throat> what you're doing, you know, taking the CBD, it's you're using it as an anti-inflammatory. Mm-hmm. And so when you're more comfortable, obviously, um, and, and okay, so let's take it to a different level. Women who experience um, pain during sex um, or have, um, you know, vaginal dryness or irritation, you know, the CBD lube, is, it's, it's going to help you tremendously because mm-hmm. you're going to, use, again, it's used as an anti-inflammatory and your muscles are going to relax a bit. And all of a sudden, what you would find to be painful is now somewhat pleasurable. Mm-hmm. It also reduces the anxiety. So, for instance, <clears throat> you know that sex is going to cause you pain. Right. So you're already going into um, intercourse with a preconceived notion that it's going to hurt. Mm. So you take, you know, the CBD, chocolates, gummies, the oils, or you're using the lube, and all of a sudden, <clears throat> the receptors in your body are uh, that you know the these receptors that are usually high strung and anxious, and connected to our immune system and connected to our nervous system are no longer inhibited because you have the CBD oils going through well, and I think it th- then your whole body would relax right and it, gets rid of all that anxiety well it creates a feeling of calm and relaxation mm. and elation and that's usually translated in, translates into uh, much more sexual pleasure hmm. okay <laughs> oh come on <laughs> masturbation <laughs> stop you. pointing at me <laughs> I can point all I want stop Green Bay, you really let me down. (laughs) Go Niners. (laughs) Would you like to make another bet too? No. Okay. No. Okay. So it also, what they're finding also is that the CBD oils are also straightening sensations. So not only are you much more relaxed, Mm -hmm. it has a calming effect, but now um, these receptors are, you know, are kind of like in overdrive. Mm. They're happy, like little happy receptors. <laughs> Cheerleading. Cheerleading. <laughs> okay. okay, and the, the, so the receptors are improving low libidos and the inability to achieve orgasms. So let's, let's take it to back to our last segment. If there's a gap of 15 minutes and mm. you're you know, masturbating, say it again. <sighs> masturbating. Okay. And you're um, playing with toys and you're doing, men are doing their kegels and, and, 
and they're prolonging the ejaculation and then your little happy receptors are in overload, then it's another way to lessen the gap. Hmm. Because now it may not take her the 15 to 20 minutes. Maybe now she can get to her plateau and reach an orgasm in maybe eight minutes or nine minutes. So you've just reduced it by 10 to 12 minutes. Hmm. So CBD seems to be increasing the blood flow and the the nerve sensation reduces. And so now you're enhancing sexual pleasure and intensity for orgasms for all parties. Hmm. Hmm. How do you like them apples? How do you like them orgasms? (laughs) (laughs) Orgasms. <laughs> Your it, humor is weird. It, it, oh, thank you. It also enhances the foreplay. Okay, you're more relaxed. Right. You're not as inhibited. You, you, you let the evening flow a little faster. Maybe sexual positions that you weren't too comfortable with. Now you're a little bit more open-minded you're, because you're not anticipating the pain. You're not anticipating the performance. You're just in a much more relaxed. Uh, a relaxed zone. You're more in the, you're more in the moment rather than the foreshadow of oh my god I'm going to be in pain or something. So you, you're a little bit out of your head more. So. Right, and I think CBD is really good for that because most people during sex are in their heads, mm. whether it be stress related. Stress is the number one um, libido killer. I heard that. Yep. Oh, where'd I hear it? Oh yeah, <laughs> from you. <laughs> So don't stress out, Alexandra, as you're saying. Oh, God. Masturbation. There you go. Stop pointing at me. Okay. So, it, again, I have never tried CBD oils. <clears throat> you don't even take Tylenol. Right. Exactly. But I think if this helps people with their anxiety and if this helps them to have a better sex life Mm -hmm. and if it helps them to feel better about themselves and not feel so anxious and be able to incorporate it into their daily lives then I'm all for it I was hesitant to try CBD on my back I'll be honest with you because you know I don't take anything either and but my back pain got really bad and I read everything I could get my hands on and it said that it doesn't have drug so is do you think it, we still I mean I know for me um do you think it it's a generational thing cuz I come from an era when pot was yeah. illegal so <clears throat> uh, is it a generational thing is it still a bit of a, taboo, a stigma, a stigma yeah, between- I, I think I, I think you're right I think that that you know that there's definitely a generation that that's coming behind us that is is thinks it's no big deal uh, the the CBD and the full blown um, hemp or whatever mm-hmm. it is you call it uh, pot and um, some of them you know they're not as hung up I, I don't know I, I I think at least from from my perspective is I uh, I, I believe that anything that alters your judgment alters your clarity is bad mm. um, but I have found that with the CBD. Um, I have a roll-on. It's almost like a, a deodorant roll-on type of thing. Mm-hmm. And it just you roll it on your back, and it doesn't change anything other than reduce the swelling. So. I'm going to research and see if there's a roll-on for your JJ. Oh, God. I mean, wouldn't that be... No, that would be amazing. <laughs> what if there was a problem down there, and you could just roll something on it, and it kind of goes a little numb? Not completely numb, because you want to feel the sensations. Mm-hmm. But 
you know, kind of numb. My back like, doesn't go numb. Oh, it doesn't go no, numb. No, it doesn't. It, it, it's not. Is there a no. tingling sensation? Mm-mm. No, it's just it just relaxes it and reduces the swelling. Okay. There's no numbing. If there is not a CBD roll-on for a vagina, I think Dr. Borges needs to invent one. <laughs> okay, no one's listening, right? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> of course people are listening. We love our listeners. I think that would be important. And then you could just put it in your purse and just roll it on. You ever see those little perfume? Right. (laughs) Right. You just roll it on there. And if it's bothering you or something hurts you, then you just roll it on there. And then if you're like, oh, my God, I just saw this guy. It's love at first sight. (laughs) And I've got an hour to decide if I really want him. And 55% of people have sex on the first date. Um, Roll on. (laughs) Right. Wouldn't that be amazing? Well, okay. you're preparing. What about traveling? On a plane? Yeah, because then you, you, you're not allowed over three ounces. Well, then we, I'd have to make <laughs> one that's smaller than three <laughs> <To> ounces. <travel. laughs> name it something along like, roll it onto my vajayjay or roll <laughs> roll the vajayjay. Something, <laughs> something catchy. Okay. Say it. <sighs> Why? <laughs> Masturbation. Thank you. <laughs> no, I think it's really important. Okay. I and mean, if you're doing that, right. if you are masturbating, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, the roll-on is there. Mm-hmm. You're not going to hurt yourself. You're not going to feel the pain. Mm-hmm. You roll it on and guess what? You're not going out. There you go. But do you think it's really only for people that have pain? No. I think I think it could probably be um, used for for pleasure. I mean, one of the main things was improving desire. Mm. And if you're getting that oxygenated blood flow in your vaginal area, mm. then maybe it's going to heighten your your arousal levels. Mm. And isn't that what it's all about anyway? We should all be in a high arousal level state. I want women to catch up again. I want us not I to agree. do 50, an hour of, you know, do I want him? I think it should be about the same time as Sam. 15 minutes stops. It should be 15 minutes. Right. Make a good judgment call. Make a decision. We're so indecisive. Why an hour? I don't know. I find that's too that's too long. Yeah. We need to catch up. Yeah. Another thing we need to catch up on. Yeah. Hmm. We need to make decisions faster and orgasm quicker. <laughs> <laughs> and go for multiples. <laughs> Right? Okay. Two times. And with our roll-on, I think we can do it. (laughs) Don't you think? Getting your erotic on. Frank conversation that is 100% sex positive with Dr. Denitza Borges. She has no hang-ups, so feel free to jump in and get frisky. Call 760-544-8255. That's 760-544-TALK. It's your kind of party line on iHub Radio's Denitza After Dark. You can also text the show, 760-699-0202. That's 760-699-0202 for texting. Now... Here's Denitza. So, um, in this segment, Alexandra, I uh, actually read a question about um, 
someone experiencing pubic hair loss.、Mm. And I know it's not something anyone really normally talks about. So I thought, oh, this is a really good topic of conversation. Why? Because it's not talked enough about. Like, for instance,、um, when you know, it's a preference, some women like, you know, that landing strip. <laughs> some women like, you know, jungle fever. And then some women like Nakey Bakey. Okay, Nakey Bakey has、uh, it's completely shaved off or waxed off and it's clean and smooth. Landing strip has that little strip. And then jungle fever is like, holy cow. So, when, as a woman, you know, who do you learn you know, how to take care of your private parts from? It's usually your mom. Or a coach or、um, a friend. It's one of those three. And so, if you were never told to shave, then you're going to have you know, a more of a jungle fever look, which is nothing wrong with that.、Mm-hmm. You know, it's all a preference.、Um, there are people who like their significant others to be very hairy, there's some that like that landing strip, there's others that like the nakey bakey. But if you are a person who likes landing strip or jungle fever, and then all of a sudden you have no pubic hair, it can be a very,、um, you know, a, a very psychological distress,、uh, distressful time for you. And so、um, I think I wanted to address this because this woman is, is experiencing this. And one of the causes of this is excessive hair removal. You know, we have waxing, we have shaving, we have electrolysis. And so, when we remove hair from these areas,、um, eventually there's delayed hair growth and sometimes even permanently. There's also hormonal changes. When,、um, you know, during puberty, an increase in hormones is going to cause all this growth of pubic hair. But as a person ages, their body begins to produce fewer androgens. This may result also in pubic hair loss. Alexandra? I'm listening. Thank you. You look so attentive. <sighs> Masturbation. Thank you. Okay, another factor when you have pubic hair loss is alopecia. Do you know what alopecia is? Yes, my sister has that. Okay, so、um, when you have alopecia, you know that、um, you have either patched hair growth or sometimes no hair growth at all. Is that、mm-hmm. correct?、Yes. So,、um, it, and it usually affects peop- women over 50 who are in the postmenopausal stages of their life. Really? That、yes. I didn't know. So,、uh, it's not uncommon for you to have grown up with excessive hair, and maybe you've waxed a little, or you've done electrolysis, or you've done Brazilian waxing, and then all of a sudden, you hit menopause or postmenopausal, and you're realizing your hair isn't growing back anymore.、Hmm. Or if it is, You know, it, maybe it's growing wider now because why? You're graying as、mm-hmm. a woman. So, yeah, pubic hair is not only going to, it's not only going to change colors on the top of your top head, it's going to change colors in your vajayjay area. Okay. It, it, it can be a very traumatic effect for some women. So,、um, most women who begin to experience this uh, uh, loss of pubic hair is also. Coincides with loss of hair on top of your head. Really? Yeah. It's, it's not coincidental. Hair loss is tip,、uh, typically appears on the hairline and then kind of you know, falls, you know, falters through.、Um, same with the vagina area. 
So it's, you're going to see hair loss more around the rims of the labia. And then from there, it'll offshoot into the major areas and you may find patches and what I find that most women who I have spoken to who have suffered from pubic hair loss eventually they just say you know what I'm just gonna wax it all off or shave it all off or do electrolysis so then that way I'm just bare so I don't have to see the patches coming through or the hair loss it's they just uh, make the decision to keep it trimmed from that moment on makes sense does it make sense to you yeah, I mean, I don't, why would you be upset? I mean, spend less money getting waxed. <laughs> oh my! Is it all about the money with you, Alex? No, it's not. I'm just saying. It's like, you know, I just. I, and okay, so let's go in that in that direction. I bet you there are some women out here who's like, this is not a problem, right? Pubic hair loss is not a problem because they're spending what to get waxed is how much, give or take. Um. About $230. Plus tip. Thank you, Alexander. <laughs> we all have to know you have to add the tip in there. <laughs> okay, so $230 plus tip. And that, but the average hair growth is every six weeks, six to eight weeks. Mm-hmm. Okay, so every month and a half, you're getting waxed. So six times a year. At 230 what, 250 It's like every two, two months. Okay, so every two or three months. Okay, so let's. Okay, rapid. My hair grows really quickly, so I would yeah. say. Like, I, I think it's d- d- different people. Okay, so say three every three months. Okay. At three hundred a pop. Mm-hmm. Okay, so mm-hmm. twelve hundred. Mm-hmm. Twelve hundred a year. That's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of money to be waxed. Wow, that's that's interesting. Maybe you go to Groupon and you get a fifty percent off coupon for your first one. They do. They do have one coupon. I mean, <laughs> I not that I used it, but I have used coupon and I women have seen pro- it on there. Women couponing. Yeah. Women couponing. <laughs> but, but again, okay. So say you're in your early 20s and you start doing that and then you're, you're naked bakey for all this time. And then by the time you hit menopause, mm-hmm. you may not have any hair okay. because you're constantly burning off the follicles, which again, I don't think of it as a problem. Okay. I don't think it's a problem. But I I do know that women who are accustomed to having hair or culturally are told not to shave or not to wax, they find this to be extremely stressful. What cultures tell you not to wax and to shave? I mean, most cultures tell you to. Well, how many, you know, do you have some cultures that don't even wear bikinis? Yeah, but. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, we're just going to leave Alexander <laughs> with that thought, okay? I don't even want to no. know what she was going to say. No. It, okay, you, you, I have a lot of friends who are Muslim mm-hmm. and who wear burqas. Mm-hmm. Uh, not, not a lot of my friends wear burqas, but some do. And they um, shave everything. Right, they do. Everything. They're very clean yeah. shaved. Yep. Yeah, and, and it's so it's not necessarily cultures that don't wear swimming costumes. They just swimsuits okay (laughs) yes they're called swimsuits not swimming costumes clowns wear costumes (laughs) oh my lord clowns wear costumes women wear swimming bathing suits bikinis bikinis oh my god swimming costumes lord have mercy